to the Think Different Podcast. It is time, one more time, for more union talk because we can't get enough of the negativity in this world. No, we have to continue down that path. And we are here again with Mr. Keto Frank Fump, but I don't introduce him that way. No, I call him the former Apple creative, retired book publisher, soccer mom recorder, Jurassic Park owner, black coffee drinker, jury number 12, the retirement home president, the keto trout drummer, Mr. Frank Funk is here. Hey, good to be That's- back, man. In case you don't know who I am, my name is Will V. I'm the owner of WV Productions. If you have a wedding, a Sweet 16, a funeral, I am the right guy to film that event. But we are not alone this week. No, I had to get this flow going of somebody who may not have the same opinions as our last show. And if you haven't heard our last show, please make sure you subscribe and download that episode. We also have it on our YouTube channel, which we just reached over 1,000 subscribers. That means we're making money, Frank. And every time we make money, we're every time we get that hundred dollar mark, me and you are gonna go out, we're gonna have a nice tomahawk steak. Wait, wait, are we gonna bring the ladies? No, they had nothing to do with the success of this. Oh, that's not absolutely not. You can speak for yourself, Will. My wife has been a big inspiration. Okay, well she well she was only on one episode, so it doesn't count. All right, we'll give her. Yeah, how about this? We'll let her have a piece of bread from the bread bucket. All right. Oh, okay, that's good. All right. But we also have with us another gentleman who has been on the show. The last time we had him was on our hundredth episode. He has returned. He used to work at Apple. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chris Villamil is here. Hello. Hey. Hello, everyone. And just remind everyone, uh, Chris, what your roles were at Apple and how long you were there. Yeah, so I was a tech specialist, or whatever the word, FRS, they called it. Uh, then I was a genius, and total time there was uh, just under five years, even though they gave me my five-year plaque anyway. Hey, you know what? You <laughs> take that five-year plaque. Signed an autograph by Mr. Tim Cook. You know, and I know he's definitely got to be a Zevia drinker, but we're going to take a, a, a drink here for the working man. Yeah. And I'm sure he signed every one of those. Yes, I'm sure he did. Not absolutely. I would love to take it to Pawn Stars. I would love to see if they could <laughs> they could get their expert in, get their magnifying glass, and see if they what, really what got. Pawn Stars? Do you know? Pawn Stars. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! Oh my god! You gotta speak up. My hearing's going at this. Yeah, we know that, Freddie, because you were stuck. You know why? Because you've been in the pool every day, so the water is getting in your ears. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, last time we talked about Apple unions, and what we wanted to do this week was to get a another opinion from someone that also worked there. Uh, and now, uh, uh, kind of a breaking story. This is I don't even know if Chris knows this, but there was someone that we all knew that worked at Apple who said something to uh, someone who worked uh, with him. He spilled the bean, and he was talking about another employee. He spilled the beans. And to HR, put him on suspension, and then fired him. And that's like, you know, and based on the conversation I had with that person, it's really amazing to me how different this company is now, especially when all this is going on. That they are not taking anything lightly, any little bit, I think, of 
wrongdoing or saying is going to affect you. And hearing the tale of this story makes me rethink now that when you're at an office and we're who you work with, can you be friends with them? Because it, it really, this era we're in now, especially if you have a different opinion about something or if you say something the wrong way and it's taken the wrong way, it could really, you could lose your job so easily. Shades of McCarthyism. Uh, do you remember McCarthyism? Were you, were, did you remember reading about that in your history books in school? When uh, he was, you know, everybody was a communist. Remember that? You don't remember that? Yeah. So yeah, in the nineteen in the nineteen sixties, <laughs> basically anybody who was who was deemed as a communist was was immediately jailed. Um, and well, I don't know about was, jail, but blackballed anyway. A lot of yeah. writers, screenwriters, so on yeah. and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was it was a bad time. Um, and for sure, there's there's a weird thing happening with our society of like um, things that are said even if they don't have malicious intent, are taking as malicious intent. Yep. Right? Yep. So, yep. like, I always bring this up as a quick example. Like, if a five-year-old says, wow, that girl's got a big butt, right, versus a, you know, 40-year-old comes out and says, and he only lived in the forest and never saw a woman his entire life, says, wow, that girl has a big butt, Right. We take the 40-year-old as, oh, he should have had that life experience to teach him better. And unfortunately, sometimes they're idiots and they don't, right? Well, it's not malicious. It's it's just they don't know any better. I'm just a host of a podcast. So I didn't really go to my history. I'm just a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so, but what you I, just what, failed that class. That's all it was. Well, yeah. come on. Yes, There's I certain history I listen to. Malicious <laughs> so, intent needs to be taken. Listen, man, I went to school in the 90s, okay, when none of this <laughs> shit mattered, okay? So you could really... We don't worry about Pokemon and Power oh, right. Rangers. You know, right. Like, Professional like wrestling. Mel Brooks and um, uh, Mel Brooks, Carl Reiner, um, mm -hmm. all those comedic writers. It's like, if, if we can't laugh at the most absurd... Like uh, when Mel Brooks did History of the World and he did Hitler on Ice. And, you know, mm -hmm. you have to laugh at that kind of stuff. If you can't, then everything is a conspiracy. Everything is out to get somebody else. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and so what happens is then in the workplace, nobody, everybody says good morning and that's it. And unless you have a direct interaction with a person, you don't tell them uh, who you think is a good presidential candidate, who you, you don't talk politics, you don't talk religion. No. You just go in, do your job, and go home. Right. And yeah. it, it, it's a very sad environment. Yeah, even it's, if, it's Even if you're just making a joke, you can't make a joke anymore. No. Yeah, I, I think I, I think society needs to figure out what the difference between malicious intent and not malicious intent right. is a thousand percent. And, and people also can't be blamed for things that happened twenty years ago and then they get fired for it or anything. I mean, or, a, yeah. You know, I mean it's it's a different time. What I also want to share was a video that was published uh, from a company called More Perfect Union, which seems to be a channel all about fighting for unions. And what they did, they interviewed a couple of the Apple retail workers specifically from that Maryland store, which I'm surprised they were allowed to do without, I guess, getting fired. But uh, this was posted on May 13th. So this is even before the decision, I think, came down. So I wanted to share this, and we're going to watch it here 
on YouTube and for our audio package, you'll hear the audio. And we want you to, you know, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Chris and Frank because I'm going to kind of be the moderator, but I want Chris to explain some of the things that he believes why a union would work. Meanwhile, Frank will, is definitely more on the side of a union doesn't make a difference for anybody. So oh. let's... Well, oh for, for Apple retail specifically. <laughs> he's not, yeah, he's not, he's not saying that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's listen into this. We talk about this country is like a place where democracy thrives, but we work 80% of our lives in an environment where we have no democracy, we have no vote in uh, the things that affect us. Apple has all the power, you know, influence and money to be able to make a significant change in what labor is. It's an opportunity, like... They didn't, they didn't start it. They didn't begin this initiative themselves. We did. All they have to do is like follow up. I have been with uh, Apple Towson for seven years and at the end of May, yeah. Eight years and some change. So like eight and a half, almost. Over 10 years in and it's like, whoa. I'm actually being honest with these feelings that have keep coming up over the years that I'm giving way more than is fair, really. April of 2018, we had this battery gate incident. It was a very big deal, and the effect on the store was traumatic. The tech giant admitted that it slows down older models. Critics claim Apple did it to sell newer phones. And this is pre-COVID, so we're talking sardines packed inside a tiny container of a store, and it boiling over this anxiety of really just being yelled at constantly because of something I can't have any control over. It's uh, stressful, yeah. We are kind of the face of a giant company, especially over the course of pandemic, people have become really reliant on their technology. And when they don't have you know, their thing that works, they get really emotional. And we tend to be the person who takes the brunt of that kind of frustration and anger and fear. Uh, and it can be a lot. You're acting as like a therapist to people. Like I've had people like cry on my shoulder. We've also had people threaten us like with violence multiple times. It's retail work, it's sales, yeah, it's technical, yeah, but it's also like, th there's just so much that you have to be able to be good at, to be able to know, to be able to anticipate. We want to create an environment where the people who have a lot of really skilled labor are being compensated and being treated with that level of respect that they deserve. How did you get involved um, in the union effort? The league KG and I had had like just conversations, you know, about like what working looks like at other companies and then other countries as well. The way that they teach you at Apple to like teach the job skills to one another is like how we did it with this information, right? We educated us first and then the right people in the right order. Took it one person at a time and uh, just talked to everybody at the store and eventually we got enough people involved to, to make a difference. Talking to like our coworkers about like what a union is, um, why do we need it? Like this is the way that we, you know, we can make things better. make so much money, Apple. Trillion, three trillion dollar company. It does seem kind of like preposterous to me that like, that our CEO can make as much money in one year as he does. And you still have people like struggling to find an apartment. Does he do a lot of work? 
I'm sure. Is it worth $98 million when you have people at your store who are barely scraping by, who can't pay rent? Hiring a law firm that works with a company that has historically been extremely aggressive towards unionization efforts is troubling. Uh, I would hope that they live up to the code of conduct that they set for their suppliers. The supplier code of conduct is our damn website. It's this international agreement that we've signed on to and have anybody that is like a vendor or a factory or whatever, if those workers decide to unionize or organize, Apple has you know a contract that says, we can't get involved. Like, you can't do anything to stop that. So it's like... At the end of the day, like, this isn't about being anti-Apple. Like, we love our jobs. We love what we do. Really, what we're asking them to do is to lead the forefront and be a leading example when it comes to workers' rights. Apple has the resources to really take care of employees. Use what you have for good. Like, you, you actually could do good. You could bring, like, dignity to this work. If we want to be different, if we want to think differently, then maybe we should treat our labor differently. Be the shining example for what a great retail work environment can be. You look at the people at Amazon, the people at Starbucks, you know, you see yourself in them and you go, wow, that could be me. Proof that we can do it. Why can't we do it too? If you see a need for change, there is a way to do it. You might have to start it yourself. There's, you know, a revolution coming and it's going to be one retail store at a time. All right, so that was a uh, the video that was posted. I think CNET actually did it and then I think they either reposted it. Yeah, there's a few uh, places that posted. Yeah, so, and again, this was done before it officially went through that at the Maryland Townsend store, they are go are currently in negotiations uh, regarding the union that and what the terms are going to be. Uh, now, of course, they could just say no, and then maybe this goes away. But, uh, you know, depending on the terms. But we don't know, number one, each one of those people's roles. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, number two, we, know, we don't we know. know what terms... We know we at least idea. one of them is uh, is is a technical, right? Because you're not right. getting yelled at for battery um, repair unless right. you were an FRS or genius. Yeah, I mean, or, honestly, sorry, I, think, I think at some point everybody was getting yelled at regarding yeah. at one point or another with yeah. battery gate. But battery gate was also four years ago. Yeah. So, and a lot of these guys worked through that. Uh, and recently, Apple to combat this, you know, they gave a 10% raise to for the inflation. Up. Up to 10%. Up to, yeah, up to 10%, I'm sure not everybody got that. But uh, I definitely, I'm sure the specialists did. I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't, I'm not really sure yeah, who got well, it. But I would say the majority of people I talked to, they got 10%. Yeah, and I think it depends on market, right? Because, like, our houses are for sure, and rent is for sure more expensive over here than, right. you know, like, Kentucky. Right. Right. Yeah, but and also, wait, just wait, one thing, wait, Frank, before wait, I do that, I'll, before one thing too, Frank, is also they are, they did change the hours that employees are, you know, allowed to be, you know, out of work. So if they work eight to, if they work to 10 p.m., they're not going to work the eight o'clock shift. You know, that, that's an example of something they just combated with that. But go ahead, Frank, what were you going to say? Well, I wanted to address this cost of, uh, living in a particular area in relationship to your salary okay that's that's a very double-edged sword we have to be very careful there because apple across the board is paying their employees 
anywhere from 17 to 23, $25 an hour, right? Regardless of where you are. Now, if the people in New York or um, Los Seattle or wherever where the cost of living is higher or Los Angeles, right? They say, well, we want more money. Well, okay. So where are they going to get that money? Do they do they then do a uh, algorithm to say, well, our store in Quaker Bridge in 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 Trenton, New Jersey, it's it's less expensive to live there. Therefore, we're going to lower their wages. Okay? Well, I I think with a of the trillion dollar company, I don't think they'd be lowering wages anytime soon. I understand on the smaller business aspect that could happen, like for Ford and stuff like that when they're you know, getting government bails out, uh, bailouts left and right, or General Motors getting government bailouts left and right. That's that was a little bit different, and they did that. They did that to my father when he was working for General Motors for twenty years uh, during the uh, two thousand eight, uh, mm-hmm. you know, housing crisis. Uh, you know, one of three that's been in my lifetime at this point. <laughs> so, um, but I, I think, I think what's important with this, right, is like. Uh, and this is my personal stand standpoint in this. You know, they say like one retail store at a time. I don't know if it's necessary for every retail store. I'm certain there's some retail stores that are absolutely crapping on their employees with terrible managers. Um, we like, I don't know about you, Will, but we had, let's say if there was 12 managers we had on our time there, I would say two of them needed to get axed. And one of them did for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, uh, well, the, when Frank got there, remember Frank, when you got there, your entire team, except your store <laughs> yeah. uh, leader, was axed uh, based on the no, store guess, leader was axed too. Uh, I mean, at, at Quaker Bridge, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, yeah before yeah, we yeah, arrived, yeah, yeah, yeah Quaker, uh, yeah, that in, uh, that individual was axed all but um, one, one manager, manager. yeah, correct, and but I mean. I mean, I guess my point is that the things that they're talking about, there are no different in Apple than they are anywhere else. So to me, I don't, if if Apple was doing what its third parties are doing in terms of mining uh, rare minerals and things like that, where they had that code of conduct, like, you're really going to compare the conditions in an Apple store to that code of conduct for third party? Give me a break. Uh, oh, I mean, for sure. For sure. Yeah. There's definitely there's definitely a little bit of ridiculousness there. Um, however, I will say there were its moments. Um, do you remember? This was the year I was getting married, so that was 2017. There was a flu that went through the. Yes. The genius bar, right? Yeah, a lot of it people made, got sick. It 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 got so bad. I yep. uh, I actually considered and talked to management about contacting um, uh, the uh, like CDC. Uh, CDC. Yeah, right. And when I did that, then they started getting the oxygen tests in there and they and all the other type of stuff because they need to they need to check out to see what was going on because it was that bad, right? Yeah. Um, other times that it was really bad was during the battery uh, uh, recall program. They put so many people into the Genius Bar, and then they hired um, those the temp workers, the temps, yeah, right. who caught the room on fire at least once a week. Which I don't know if you know about breathing in lithium ion, but it's 
fucking awful for your yeah, health. They, they weren't trained correctly at all. At all. Um, and then one was asleep in his car. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people got turned around very quickly, um, and then they decided at one point that specialists had the option. They were no yeah. one was forced, uh, but had the option to learn the skills of how to fix, um, which they definitely did much better because obviously they have a lot more care. Not yeah, um, and they they have enough technical knowledge to understand it, you know, which then led to you know what I think now we're at why we have a a lot of changes happen because of that program, mm-hmm. uh, especially from a a mobile genius side to a concierge side to yep. agreement side to documentation side, like a lot. Lot of things change for the better, might I add. Um, yeah. Like so, as well, bad as this is program a was, process. No, yeah, mean, but that's that was a that was a process that Apple wasn't ready for. Clearly, right. exactly. And you know, to make people wait three hours to get a phone repair is beyond. I had like that crazy. exact reason was the reason why I had my life threatened by more than one person. Um, I had a guy who was slamming his phone on the table, screaming, you know, F Apple, F Apple, F Apple. And um, he was doing it in my face to the point where I clenched my fist, and one of the managers uh, brought me to the back. He's like, you can go home. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about the rest of your shift. You can just go home. (laughs) (laughs) Because he was about to get punched. What's interesting about the whole thing, though, is that here we are. We're four years removed from that battery program. Um, And now it's all of a sudden becoming, like, something they're talking about, like, as an example of... Of that, and did Apple, you know, did Apple do anything to compensate these these people? I mean, they gave us more overtime, maybe, but but beyond that, they didn't really give us anything in return for the work that we did that whole year of year and a half of you know the battery program. Okay, Frank, so, did you so perform I, battery repairs? No, I did not. No, no. Um, I, I'll concede you that point, but here, but now answer me this. If there was a union, what would the union have been able to do? Um, it would have probably made sure that those temps didn't go in there. It could have actually made so our hours could be capped at 40 with and bargained for more money after we went into overtime. Because um, we all did overtime on batteries. I put 70-hour work weeks in right, but, uh, during but you, that. And you, you were paid overtime, right? Yeah, that's taxed heavily. Okay. So I could have been well, bargaining. <laughs> The union is not bar- going to give you tax-free overtime. For sure, but it could have been bargained for more overtime. You can do uh, you can do two hundred times our overtime. You can do four hundred times overtime, depending on on the on the thing. So it could have been bargained for, right? Um, uh, and that would have to depend on what the collective bargaining agreement that signed is only is only good for whatever it is, three or five years, whatever right. they could Which, be every year. But so. Nonetheless, not only did we have the battery program, but I think it's important to remember that Apple has always had repair extension programs that have gotten us yelled at. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Coding, coding issue. Coding on the issue. Pro. Yep. And the worst, so bad that they stopped making it, the butterfly keyboard. Yeah. Um, the unrepairable keyboard. It was so bad <laughs> that the moment they released a new model, it would immediately go onto the onto the quality program. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking right now about how many how many uh, repair extension programs they have going on, right? Because we're, we're all not working there now, but I can at least yeah. see it on uh, on service programs. And they have like um, private ones that they don't make public either that mm-hmm. we wouldn't even know about. But like, yeah, they they always, at least every I would say every device at least has one major one on there. Uh, so I, I see I at least don't see what what 
putting a union in place, what that's going to do. Well, let's talk about that because my recording is only telling me we have 10 minutes left on this. <laughs> so we, we have, yeah. Because we decided to talk for like 10 minutes ahead of time. But I wanted, to, Chris, to, to mention, like, what are the things that you like why a union would work? So we we were fortunate in our managers and uh, except for the one that got removed, which you know why, but you're a bad person. Moving on. Uh, so, um, we were fortunate that we were able to, to work our schedules together, right? Not every store was able to do that. We were able to go ahead and say, like, hey, we want warnings around that. So, you know, that needs to be able to be bargained for. Um, on top of that, we uh, bargained for certain hours, well, not bargained, we communicated that we wanted certain hours in the front and versus the back so that we weren't all feet, uh, all day on our feet versus all day in the back, right? Um, so that was that was also talked about. Um, we are uh, also our managers were very understanding with our sick time too, especially mm -hmm. because quite literally we had the entire store sick one time, yeah. all yep. of it, right? There was um, one day it was only two geniuses. I was one of them, mm -hmm. and everybody on the team was out, and it was just impossible to do repairs. Yeah. Uh, based on the amount of availability. Yeah, I do remember that. And eventually, everybody got hit with it. I eventually, I got nailed with it. So we were. I, we were I, I, it was like it was a good three weeks, three or four weeks, we were, right? We were. We were. Yeah. It was. It was almost. Yeah. It was maybe almost a month and a half. It was. A, it was a while because it just kept rounding its way around mm -hmm. the store. It's disgusting. Um, but and on top of that, we also had uh, managers that at times when we had simply too much work to repair in store, they'd be like, "No, like." I'm sorry, we're going to stop taking your orts and go out to depot, right? Like, and I can say all those that I've brought up, I've talked to other people when I was working there, and they didn't have the same experience at the stores, right? Mm -hmm. So unions are a result of piss-poor leadership, in my opinion, like, hands down. Um, it, and that's not, piss-poor leadership isn't everywhere. So... Is it a is a is a cure all solution? No. Is it a solution to you know at least hit those very low standards that I you know provided that our stores provided? Yeah, I th I think you know those aren't crazy bargains, and I'm not even bringing up money because you know yes I had a I had a quarter there was a year that I worked my ass off and I got a quarter raise as an only one quarter addition on my mm -hmm. uh, per hour right which was ridiculous. Um, so. If they're able to bargain for those things, I, I can see how that can help. Outside of that, right. What what about the things that Apple has in place? It, it, as a, as an employee, you you can call HR. You can call uh, an anonymous uh, arbitrator if you have a particular issue. You don't think any of those things work? Um, I there were times where I I contacted them about certain issues, and to be honest, uh, we still had people that were. Uh, doing issues still working there um so because unfortunately it depends on the hr representative right hr is there to protect the company at the end of the day right that like they're they're an arbitrator to make sure that that the employee is happy and the company's not getting sued right at, like that's that's what they're there for um and so if all those checks and balances fail yeah a union a union for that particular store may be necessary again not everyone and what and what's the consequence going to be if someone wants to work at that store but now they have to start paying union fees they have to you know 
go through a voting process for changes? You know, can is you someone going to want to work there? Being a union? I mean, there's 548 other stores they can go look towards. Yeah, I mean, well, I, but again, well, it's like if, if there's... that's the point, then you could say <laughs> those people that are working there, hey, you don't like it there? There's 400 the or 500 yeah. other stores right. you can go work. Yeah. There is, but regardless, the majority of them, 60, was it 65 to 33, right? Voted. Yeah, yeah. So, so when if the number was like closer to like you know. 50 or what was it so was that that's how, if it was close to like 50 you know something mm. something where it was like barely i'd be like all right that's a little fishy but it was it was majority and well, well there were there were some things in that video that they said like uh bring dignity to the job I, how's a union going to bring dignity to your job the only person that can bring dignity to your job is you and your yeah. attitude and and your um, the way you go about your job. Now, I'm saying that you don't have, uh, I, I don't want to call them grievances, but issues, okay? But, I mean, again, I, I, I worked in the corporate world for 41 years uh, outside of Apple. And believe me, that shit happens as bad, if not worse, 10 times worse. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's going to be there wherever you go uh, uh, to me the video that they showed it's just a, for me it's another example of um the only reason they bring up tim making 90 mil, 98 million dollars is that they they want to be a ceo without doing all of the work that's required for it um I, I, People I, did I question like, what does Tim it? do to make that amount of money? Yeah, that that well, that was something. So I this seen. is, but that's a bigger that's a bigger uh, uh, conversation. Of, that's not a retail any, store thing. No, that's know, but that's a bigger conversation of any billionaire. Does any you know billionaire actually deserve their money? Right. That's that's a much bigger question. Is there any type of effort that because you know work times effort equals money? Is there any type of worker effort that actually equals that that type? Right. And that's a much different conversation. The fact that they brought that up is just to get an emotional response out of it which it worked obviously mm-hmm. you're right like that's why the videos that video is posted everywhere um but again if they're asking for those things there had to have been a reason for that and again uh, if if we had you know that one manager that was fired if we had 12 more of her at, at this store oops yeah, i said her um it's all right uh, well that's just that's our that's your choice of pronoun for that person that's not necessarily what right. that the gender of that person the, the individual that was there um i like to say in my in my line of work the user uh, yeah, is always uh, my favorite they, so if if that store is full of that those types of individuals as managers, oh my god, I would I would I would have unionized like eight years ago. <laughs> like if that was that one yeah. guy who'd been there ten years. I, I had a couple of uh, run-ins with a couple of individuals that I just you know, but again, like Will said last time, you know, my my experiences are a little different because I was part time. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and that that was the thing that was different. And I think they do a lot of work for part time employees. I think they give them a lot of things that most places don't give them. In this and, country, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that is for sure. I think Apple gives a lot of stuff in general. Like stop. We talked about everything that they get. My question is, would Apple take away something off the table that they normally give? Sure. Uh, to Absolutely. those employees, like would they take away stock? Would they take away tuition? That's uh, and compensation, right? 
That's called they negotiation, could. right? They could. They could. Yeah, they, they could sure. negotiate those things. Away. So that's my curiosity: is what is Apple going to be responding? And there's going to be a point. I want to see that first paycheck where they got to pay all those fees and see in the end of the day if it's going to work out in their favor or not. And on the back end, uh, you know, what's going to be the ending result? So, Chris, I got to ask: if you were working in an Apple store and you decided that yes, you wanted to unionize. Based on your last experience, what would you ask for? Oh, um, uh, based on my last experience and based on the fact that um, COVID could take me out of the store a lot more than it used to, because now we have the flu and COVID, not just the flu, right? Right. Um, so more sick time, hands down. Mm-hmm. Um, paid, paid sick time for COVID um, on a positive test. Um, also, if I have to take care of a family member that has it, also, if um, I think Apple members. did that, did they do that with uh, COVID testing? <laughs> they did. I don't know if it's still going on. Uh, yeah, I, I don't can't. Know about I that. can't remember. Um, so that um, uh, every quarter scheduling would be decided, right? So, oh, granted, it could just be the same for everybody, but nonetheless, it's, it's that's what I would ask for as well. Um, what else would I ask for? Um, one of the things I was gonna like if I ever got in front pay. of someone and say every <laughs> month that as a full time employee I deserve a Saturday and a Sunday off, yeah. So, Saturday a, and or Saturday, a or weekend, Sunday. no, a weekend, yeah, a weekend which is off. It, it's crazy that we have to have this like conversation about the weekend because, like, one of the first things that, that unions actually like created was the weekend right mm-hmm. like um 1870s right that's when that's when well unions, frank knows uh, about that frank you were you yeah, were working around there, that time i was there yeah <laughs> he was he was just coming Jimmy out hoffa of, was my best buddy <laughs> just coming out of the rail uh railroad working so now but, we know uh, who to yeah. ask <laughs> so um yeah that um uh, honestly, if there's a quality program of any sort that's added, that needs to be consideration to, to pay raise as well if it affects the amount of work I need to do, right? Because, you know, on a normal daily basis, screen repairs, you know, now that they actually have the, the gauge screen repair system versus when we were working, it was some jack-off saying 30 minutes uh, in the front for everything, even if there were 600 displays. Yeah. Um, you know, that you remember how much I fought for that, too. Um, yeah, we have a time system. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a system now that time. If people who don't know, uh, the genius part of this, I think, response from this battery program was the fact that they came out with a system that allowed us to know the estimated time of completion. Uh, that way, instead of us just guessing based on how many phones are back there, because we would all wear headsets. Uh, they don't really wear them anymore, I think, because now they're able to communicate everything through the pad. But yeah, that's what you're referring to. Uh, yeah, that and uh, I know this is this is a want that I wouldn't want really across every person's job in the United States, but um, uh, extended uh, maternity paternity leave uh, to that of, of other countries because honestly, that that time you get with it with your kid is just extremely precious. Um, and I've been fortunate enough to, to, you know, my past past job and even my current job is very, very good with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know other countries have it that great as well. Um, I just feel like 
with how many people that that Apple employs, you can you can find people to to jump between stores. They're doing it now, to be honest. People switch um, stores all the time. I mean, me, yeah. we're all an example of that. We all, I think, moved to different stores. So yeah, but I think Chris is referring to if let's say a uh, let's say Quaker Bridge is short. Uh, oh, geniuses yeah. to yeah. call uh, Freehold or call yeah, which Cherry it, which Hill. That, 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 that has been done. Yeah. yeah, they're doing that now for other reasons. Like, it depends what the reason is, but they are currently doing that, right? So, um, those types of things. And, uh, and I, the biggest one, the fact that raises were, uh, were as shitty as they were um, and opportunities for advancement were as shitty as they were was ridiculous to me, right? By getting a genius to get a cert of any kind, the cheapest cert, champ cert, um, kanji cert, whatever it is, $200 certs, and doing the exact same thing you were doing outside of Apple nets you a 40 to 60% raise, right? So, and I'm not saying Apple to, to do that. I am saying that Apple is coming out with their own MDM solution at this point. You should go ahead and try to train those people in that and try to sell that as well and get those people. Keep them in the company, give them more money to, to sell that product and work with uh, big companies to support them with that. It yeah. just makes sense to me. Yeah, that's the uh, uh, solution we talked about, Frank, where Apple's doing like the iCloud. Uh, you know, it's for small businesses yeah. right now, right, right. But it's their own built system that it's not for everybody, but it's like it's it's more of a small business, yeah, uh, right. Concept. And, they, and they could ramp that up and support big businesses like Jamf, uh, a right. thousand percent, right. And I think that's the next logical step for geniuses because quite literally, the fact that geniuses were either stay in the company try to get a career experience or completely change your job role and move to um, manager positions, which is not the same not, as a technical role. No. Right, and that, right, that, and that's, right. And that was my my whole thing is yeah. that the, I didn't want to be a manager. I had my own videography business on the outside of Apple, which net me an extra over 10 to 16K. Yeah. Which is even like double that now. And you're telling me like in order for me to become a lead genius, that and I would have to dedicate my, you know, my entire hundred percent workforce to that because I'm not going to be a manager and do that business on the side. I'm just not, uh, or I would significantly downgrade how many I do. But you got to be able to net me that amount of money in return. Oh, and but that, I but knew. That's a choice. That's a career path yeah. choice that you make. Right, right. So, but I, I made that choice a long time ago, even before I even I was a genius. I started, you know, I was doing this. I've been, I started my business back in 2012, and it wasn't until about maybe 2016 is when I started getting maybe like 10 to f weddings, 15. Weddings. I started getting a lot, and that's when my mindset changed. And this is actually just right after I got married. It was. My mindset changed first to the front for the first time. <laughs> you know, I'm waiting for my second one. I can't wait, and I'm going to film it, and I'm going to, you know, record it. You know, eight at drones the same time. flying at the same yeah, time. Yeah, eight drones flying, getting every. <laughs> no one can hear anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, what song are they playing? No, I just hear a bunch of freaking wings. And, uh, but my point is that I started gaining. You know, and not everyone has the same side business as me. It's not the same. But for my situation, I was like, well, I'm only going to be a genius. And I almost kind of like accepted the fact that maybe that's the most I was going to be at that point because they didn't give a crap about the creatives. 
I'm not going to be a lead. I don't want to be a manager. I don't want to be a manager in the job I'm at now. You know, I, I'm very comfortable being a really good hand, come up with some great ideas, plus do what I do on the side. Thank and you. I'm fine with that. And I also now, and now I work Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. And I get to take off up to 28 days a year from my PTO. Apple took, it took me 10 years to get three weeks. Yeah. So, and, and I know Apple can't, you know, work into every type of role, but I no. think that the expansion of geniuses into something more than just either be a genius or leave. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like you have right. to go all the way up to that. Yeah. Because yeah, that's the right. best that's, pay you're going to get. Right. And it's, yeah, but, it's weird because retail, everything else in the retail store was retail, but geniuses weren't. It was strange. Right. The, you know, um, when I was playing in the band and I was working at the publishing house, um, it got to a point where, you know, I had to either, you know, if I wanted to progress into management or whatever, I had to make a choice. You know, am I going to continue to rehearse seven nights a week or do I want to spend more time in the office honing the skill set that I need to do to work off through management? So, so those kinds of things are, are um, business choices that you make for, for your career. Um, so, I, I mean, it's no different anywhere else. Um, yeah, except except if if you're working as a sales uh, sales specialist, expert, lead, um, and that kind of stuff. That very much entails with retail. So the natural progression of that role is manager, um, senior manager, mm -hmm. uh, store lead, etc. The natural progression of uh, F, uh, F, sorry, technical specialist and genius is that's it. It's just those two, and they're right. and they're not and they're while they're in a retail store, they're like. Well, you're not... don't you think that there are are corporate. Um... Step or corporate positions that you could apply for. Sure, I mean Apple Care would be a, a natural progression. Well, like, but but the problem is with Apple Care is I I don't think they get paid as much. They they don't. I actually interviewed for uh, for a position on the Apple business. Um, uh, what was that tier tier three? I guess right. Um, and then I looked into it further, and they were only making fifty-eight thousand, right? Mm -hmm. And the and the total cap for that position, if you manage that team, was likely uh, I think it was eighty-two or something, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It just it it regardless the the path of leaving Apple was more beneficial and is still more beneficial to geniuses. Um, than to stay. And I'm not saying, like, all right, no, Apple, rework your entire thing. I am saying, hey, Apple, like, at the very least, you have an MDM solution. You you have you have customers that want to use it. Work your geniuses into that, and then they become what, you know, what Will and I do now. It just it, right. it would make perfect sense for them, and those people would be happy. And the best part is Apple gets more customers then. Because oh. if they're supporting small businesses with, with that stuff, that's yeah. a fantastic experience. I mean, that's the thing about the genius role is that there is a limitation of where you can go if you don't want to be a manager. And you can't exp you can expand your skills because you're always going to get new OSs. You're always going to get new hardware. But that's not going to – but the computer is still going to have the same parts no matter what 
the computer is. So when like when I was going for creative, like one of the things you could do is pro apps, right? We were right. able to do Aperture and Logic mm-hmm. and Final mm-hmm. Cut, um, and even FileMaker. So there were there were opportunities, but you can't go beyond what Apple has. You can't do Photoshop. Can't do Pro Tools. Obviously, that's a competitor of Apple. They wouldn't let you. Uh, you know, why can't, when we have the one-to-one around, why can't that be something to talk about? They love to promote their apps on the App Store and actually infuse them into some things, into some trainings. But why wasn't, you know, like like a perfect example, Procreate, right? That was something. Right. You teach Procreate? The cr- the- right? Yeah, like Procreate is built from Apple, basically. Yeah. They, they they have to thank Apple for that. But yeah. I think one of the things you did is you taught Procreate, right? Yeah, we could. Well, yeah, we did. Yes, yeah, we did. Why couldn't that be the case when one to one was around? You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's... one of the things that I I always thought that the crew I talked to with a couple of the creatives that you know we wanted to go out because they you know Apple always talked right. about becoming part of the community. Yeah. Well, we wanted to contact different groups that wanted to have sessions on photography or whatever, and why can't we go out to these groups? Why does it have to be? In? Because we fought with the management. We had a a photo group who actually wanted to have sessions at least once a month for their club. And they said, no. And I said, I don't get that. Because they want the community to be in the store, not out. Well, I understand that. I mean, they wanted it in the store. But they said, no, it's it's for the individuals. I said, but they are individuals. Yeah. But it's and at the at the same time, stores in California were going outside with their employ with with their uh, individuals far outside. Yeah. Talking yeah. Parks. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. it was, I I I think, uh, if even if you know unions don't show up um, in all Apple, I hope at the very least Apple examinates. Um, what the natural progression of each role is at retail to provide these people with the proper um, support and and moving up because paying somebody more money but not taking on any more roles uh, like exponentially more money it's hard to do to to justify like I, I get it give them give them more stuff to do give them harder roles help them move up you have you for sure have the ability and don't and don't create extensions like creative then there's a pro creative, a creative pro. Like there was no difference. I don't give. I don't care what anybody says to me. There was no difference between those, at all. And no. you know, it, it was. Well, I think there, it was the amount of experience. Yeah, um, but that, then but have them go to corporate. It. Then have them go to corporate, and have them make the guides that actually, you know, that we use to learn them. Yeah, those are the people you should hire. Like that. That's an example of it where the family room, people should go to a corporate level at some point and get paid more yeah. for that. But also that requires them to move because that requires yep. moving fees and stuff like that. Well, kind of, right? We're in a remote world. I've been remote now for mm-hmm. two years. Um, yeah, but, I'm, but that's that's relatively new uh, phenomenon. For sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. And and um, funny thing, I talked to somebody in who worked at Apple, uh, who's working at Apple, and because the work from home uh, stance that Apple had, 
um, and a lot of people leaving those jobs, they actually have a lot of career experiences that they're taking in for people, right? Um, to move into different positions, which it's, it's kind of like a funny side effect, but mm-hmm. especially because the people doing the career experiences are hundred percent remote. It's ironic, isn't it? It's yeah. like the piece of purpose. Well, I mean, they're uh, paying them less. So, right. That's true. Uh, but I thought this was a very interesting discussion to talk about unions. Um, you know, I don't think every Apple store, obviously you're right, not every Apple I, store needs this. Yeah, I don't uh, think so. I mean, obviously, I think the store leader would of that Townsend store probably needs to get something addressed of how this could have happened because I don't think that person's going to stay. I, I, I just don't see it. Why was it not addressed? You know, and, but this is going to go for, I mean, we talked about, I think, a Georgia store, a, a New York City store is talking about doing this. So there are more to come. But I also think we should wait and see what happens at this Townsend store and what's see the bargain? What, what's the bargain. What are they going to well, get and I what mean, are they going to lose? I, uh, my, my biggest thing with these videos that they're putting out now, they are still not um, listing what they want. The advantages of going to a union. All, all it is is propaganda. They're, they're just saying, oh, well, you know, we have these issues and blah. Well, let's talk about what Apple gives you. Yeah. And what you're proposing, the union is going to give you over and above that. I think that would be a, a, a more solidified argument yeah. than to just, would, you know, I would say, love well, just a, a, a list. Just give me a list. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, put the list online. Bring, like, if, you know, yeah. obviously you went public and talked about dignity this. to your job. I don't right. think so. Yeah. Um, uh, also, you know, Chris, did you hear the union they're joining? No. Tell them, Frank. It's the, yeah, oh, I'm trying to. It's I. It's it's the um, machinist union. Okay. Uh, I <laughs> I A I, I think it. Yeah, it's called. It's it, like it, aeronaut, aeronautics and engineering. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, what, where's the city based in? Again? What's what's the town? What's this? Um, was this Boston? No, Maryland. Maryland. Uh, so. the, the, the union is based um, out of. Oh shit! I forget. <laughs> I'm, I'm only wondering because I think Maryland actually has. It's either Lockheed Martin or uh, Boeing. Yes. Right. Right. So they're they're like they're the union there basically. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how, how does that tie into retail? Nothing. It does I, nothing. I don't it has get nothing that. to do yeah. with it. Yeah. Well, obviously, based on that, it's probably based on just on location, and that's the only reason why. No, yeah. they, no, there's got to well, be more to it. Come on, it's got to be more to it than locations. What were, what were the I, depot? What were the depot repair facilities? Do you remember them? Uh, Carlisle, Carlisle, Pennsylvania. One. One, the one in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I know of uh, one in Austin. Definitely Austin, obviously. Those are the two I remember. Yeah, and they might have, because my whole thought is, I have zero idea what the hell their working situation is. Mm-hmm. Is it better? Is it worse? Do they have actual time off? Like, I feel like we need to know, because right. if we can, if we can gauge, those guys are a hundred percent tech roles. They they don't talk to a single customer, mm-hmm. um, right? So I think if we're trying to gauge what makes sense for geniuses who are, you know, customer facing, but also do the same thing as those guys in Carlisle at a much lesser um, amount, um, 
what what are what's those guys work life at like what's that like because well isn't that something i guess i kind of brought up too a little bit i mean they were talking more about china than they were about you know it's a but it's a third-party company that's not apple's decision you know that is a different company you know but they still have to go by the same standard agreement so what's their sure 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 Right. Oh, um, they have the code, the code of conduct for. Sorry, that's it. Yeah. So, right, right. Right. I mean, but listen, I I don't care what union you are. You, it would be a, it would be an ex, excruciating stretch to compare Apple retail to any of those um, third party. Uh, I think yeah, the ones buyers. in Asia and the ones yeah, in Asia I, at least I the mean, ones in the, the ones in the U.S. you could compare to, um, like without a doubt because they I remember talking to to what was it the, like the Watch Depot one it's like it's intense work but it's also semi automated which at the same time is kind of like the ones in um, in um, in Hong Kong, right? Like Foxcom and yeah, yeah. And there's another company too. Um, for example, like um, it's just people on a, on a line using a machine that does like 80 percent of the work for them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, and it's in insane quantities, right? Right, right, um, right. They're just kind so, of monitoring monitoring the assembly line. Yeah, yeah. So um, I. I would be very curious about what they're. If you want to compare yourself to to other places that work like that, let's find out what they do too. Let's figure out what their what their working situation is like. Well, um, it won't be at Simply like Mac, I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, Simply Mac was a subsidiary of GameStop that was a uh, authorized retailer that just recently announced they are closing every single Simply Mac. Yeah, um, and by the way, you can't have a th- are greatly sad. Yeah, I, there was nothing about that store that made it worth going to. And I'll be honest, I don't think a third-party Apple store works anyway, other than a Best Buy, which now they're they're not. I mean, they're technically well, they're they're tra- more they're just transactions. That. But if you are, if you, there's no. I just don't think there's going to be a standalone Apple third-party store ever that'll ever succeed to a high level. You know, I just don't think it's possible. Yeah, Apple doesn't let them, and Apple doesn't let them either. Might I also I, add to that? I, I, I think it depends. You know, in this country, it's a little bit different because in other countries, they have much different rules. Right. India, for example, is different on how they have to sell their phones. Um, right. There, there's a certain amount of presence of um, of manufacturer that needs to be done there too. Yep. But for and sure, Apple, in, and in, Apple went and abide by that, by the way, because yeah, they're, they're manufacturing. Yeah, phones yeah but there. you know, if we try to do that here, jeez, yeah. Yes. I think yeah. It's I all know. about it's, the money, my man. The Gotta only make thing that. we make, the only thing I mean, we, we we assemble here is Mac Pros, right? Um, and iMac Pros, maybe. They but the parts are made in, the, but the parts are made in China, but they are man, they are assembled here. It's yeah. no different than our automobiles. Yeah. 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 You're Which, absolutely right. And it depends on manufacturer, right? Because like BMW has a big plant in South Carolina. Yep. Um, well, Hyundai you know, has, and you know why they did that? 
they don't have to pay the import Tax. duties. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So sense. I mean, come on, smart yeah. business. Yeah. That's smart just business, business, man. But I would rather have the factories here. Um, oh, of course. If they oh, can, if they can, if they can make it make sense. Um, and It'll make sense, but then we have to pay a premium for that. We're That's paying the good. premium anyway. We're paying eight hundred percent over what the manufacturing cost is of these things. They that's, can afford it. That, that's that's <laughs> called business, everybody. But uh, to, to not keep the podcast or the uh, the video long, but I wanted to thank you, Chris, for coming on and talking. Yeah, about always happy to. Fun, 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 fun topic. You know, we tried to get Tim Santoro, but he has no idea what the hell's going on at all. <laughs> so he's getting married, and he, you know, so he's got other things to worry Good about. Then, you know, other stuff. How's your kid doing, by the way? Oh, she's she's. Freaking awesome, man! She's just so much fun. Yeah, in case uh, uh, in case you didn't know, but you, I'm sure you know this, but I'm officially you know the Father's Day champion of the world. Uh, uh, I got this on Father's Day, so you <laughs> if you want to challenge me for the Father's Day heavyweight championship, which is the only one in the world, this is the one you can go after if you want. The question is, how many episodes of Bluey have you memorized? <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we're going to say goodbye to uh, Chris. And uh, But, Frank, uh, thanks for coming on. I, again, I always appreciate it. Hey. You have no choice because you make a lot of money yeah, with our yeah. YouTube side. Yeah. But we appreciate you guys uh, going to our YouTube. Please check us, check out our videos. Chris should subscribe if he's not, but he will now after the, after today. Listen, I'll, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll give you uh, a chat next week when I'm in Vegas. I'll let you know what's happening there, Will. Maybe you can uh, drum up some video business. You know, there's always women out there looking to be videoed. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> just don't buy that 13-inch MacBook Pro. I appreciate you guys very much Good for coming for on. July I, <laughs> two days. Yep, and the new Air is coming. At, yep, two days. You can pre-order that Air. And we will see you guys, and I love every single one of you. Take care, guys. Take care.